San Fran game. All right, so we have Bumgarner over under 5.5 Ks. I am taking the over. Currently, Vegas has the juice really, really heavy on the over. So it's fairly obvious that he's going to get over 5.5 Ks. Goes deeper into game. Not a great K-rate guy. And this isn't a fantastic matchup, but Dodgers have been much worse to lefties than they have to righties. So Bumgarner is a little bit of a plus matchup here. He should hit the over pretty easily. Next up, Urias over under 4.5 Ks and Urias is going up against a low strikeout. San Fran team, as I already alluded to earlier, he's not going to go that late into the game. Probably only going three innings. Super simple to me. I take the under every single time. This one's a lock, so all you got to do is get one of the next two correct and you cash here. Next up, we have Belly over under 1.5 total bases. Again, Belly's going up against a good pitcher. Lefty-lefty matchup. Bumgarner is crushing lefties so far this year. Belly shouldn't be able to do too much. So I'm taking the under here in total bases. All right, guys. Thanks. Hope you enjoyed watching. We'll be back again next week giving you some more props. I am going to take down all four of these, I have a feeling, tonight. So you should throw them on in. I'm out of here. See you, kids. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
is going on, Brother Grinders? Dean here at Steen 7904. If you want to get on technical, I mean, it's 503 on the East Coast, 203 on the West Coast, 403 Tennessee time, which of course think it's time for the flagship show here at Brother Grinders. It's called It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today uh, with his uh, trusty MMs and chocolate milk, as always, it's one Chris Kirkwood. What's going on, dude? That's how I roll. Um, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing all right. I'm in the office for the first time in a while. There was kind of an issue as far as uh, we were on the top floor in the building and there was rain. And I'm, I'm I, you know, if I'm being honest, there's some sevens. I'm a little bit flustered. Uh, I'm without my standard microphone. I don't have my side screen. Uh, I'm going to, I'm struggling. I'm going to power through. I got a throat. I got something going up my throat. I'm, I'm a gamer though. I'm giving it a go. I was questionable earlier today, but uh, oh, I got a name tag just to confirm. I am Dean, just so y'all know. We have a- What's going on over at the office that you need a name tag for? The Better Collective is uh, is is here. They're in town. Oh, I yeah. got you. Got uh, Jamino's uh, lurking. Uh, you may know uh, one Kevin Roth from Weather Edge. Your competition, apparently. Yes. <laughs> uh, he he's here. He's gonna be doing crunch time from the office as well too. I think Godo's lurking. DB's lurking. It's a uh, it's good times here. A lot going on. Here I here I am left in the dust. If they uh, hopefully they're tuning in and they'll recognize the real talent here. You yeah. Know? I may or may not have just found out about everybody being here like an hour ago. And somebody's a jerk for calling me. Oh, so unprofessional on my part. Hopefully nobody is watching. Well, uh, they, they, it just helps my status right there. By, by association or disassociation, I guess. Uh, it just makes me look a little better. Uh, so, yeah, I d- I'm going to do my best to keep my eye on uh, the chat. But again, all I have is my screen that I'm working, at, working with. I have, my, I have all my pages in the chat on my side screen. We're going to power through. We do want to say if you guys are, well, if you're listening, if you're trying to listen on the on the app, uh, that's not working right now for whatever reason. Uh, obviously, you can't hear me say that if you're trying to listen to the app anyway, but if you're planning on walking out the house in five minutes or so and it's not working in the app, you got to fire it up a different way. you got to stare at our ugly mugs. As our fabulous multitasking producer, D-Train, happened to, that's what he said to us. How rude, right? Uh, Devin, of course, he works in the, the Rotor Grinders chat will be all over the YouTube chat. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. Jump on over here to RG, obviously. And if you're asking questions, we'll do our best to uh, knock out those questions at the end of the show. Uh, we have a, a weird slate today, do we not? I think it's a weird one. Yeah, it's a weird one. I just want to say, first of all, so I'm, I'm really excited about tomorrow. I got the call up to go to Fenway Park to do what? some bat- to do batting practice. Oh, and unfortunately, I need Roth to do a weather report because the forecast I see is terrible, is not looking too, too good. And then so basically, I got the email today. What they do is they we go to the batting cages inside. Oh, it's not the same. It's just like I wanted to be out on Fenway Park. I saw Siege and Crane shagging fly balls. I went out and I bought a mitt last night. And like, if this gets ruined, I'm going to be destroyed. You know, are you a lefty or a righty? Because I'm a, I'm a righty. Fenway just feels wasted on me. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I was, I planned, I, if I was smart enough, I would have taken, I would have juiced for the occasion. Sure. So, so at least I would have had a chance to, to hit one out, but I have no chance, but I, I just, you know, I can hit. So I just, you know. You're saying I'm, it's too late to cycle on. I don't, I don't, not yeah, I don't think I got enough. I don't think there's overnight versions. Plus then you have to work out, you know. You can get one of those, like, do you like that Matt Carpenter bunts potential for a double? Can you knock one of those? Uh... I can definitely do that. If you're not going to break your nose if you try to bunt, right? You're not going to. I, I might do that. That might happen too. I don't know. It's been a long time. How awesome did Scherzer look, by the way, with the the black eye and then the broken nose and. Uh, I, I awesome, but I want to forget about yesterday's slate. I'm the genius who decided to fade a fifty 
percent plus Mike Trout, and <laughs> my slate was like the first home run. I was like, okay, you can survive that. I was like, I can, I can do this. I can get, I can, I'm, I can do this. And I also had uh, Andrew Haney, and so it was a really bad, bad beginning. But at least I got to just close the laptop. And then, I was then the grand slam alert comes in. It's just uh, like, why do they pitch to him? Well, it was weird. There was I, a man on third with two outs, and like, and I think yeah. that second, like in the, I think it's a pass ball. What are they trying to prove? Like, I, I get, I, I get the bases loaded. You, you kind of had to, but he's the greatest hitter of all time. And when there's two men out, and there's an open base and a man on third. I'm just putting them on. I don't care. Pride, I guess, gets in the way. I suppose. Uh, Certainly not throwing him anything close in the strike zone. And a 3-2 pitch, too. Like, make him chase. Otherwise, if he's not going to chase, just, like, don't give in. He almost had a third one, for what it's worth. He came very yeah, close. Yeah, I saw that, too. I was like, oh, God. It's almost like he's the greatest hitter alive. But, like, yeah, I, it's at a certain point, and we'll have this conversation. We talk about hitters in a second, obviously. And, you know, it does. if I told you Trout was going to be 70% owned tonight, the book says you're supposed to not play him. That's just the rules. I mean, I, I that was my first immediate thought is I'm fading Trout tonight. And like hoping Sanchez can be like respectable. Uh, we talk batters after arms, obviously. Arms are just weird today, man. I wish some of yesterday's arms are going today. Um, you know, at the top, it, it feels like a day, and like this is kind of the way the, the season's been in general, but it feels like a day uh, that the bats rule. Before we talk about, you know, what's your overall screenshot of the slate? Because I feel like I feel like it's mostly about the bats and the arms is kind of like you're there's no arm that's gonna like just crush the slate, I don't think. I don't oh, oh, au contraire, my friend. Oh, come on. Who, who, who do you have? Uh, in the, is it okay? Well, don't worry. Don't worry. We'll we'll get to it. I, we might be on the same guy as a as a step down because I, you know in our little pre show conversation, our little pre show, uh, we sent Devin, you know, a couple of names that we're interested in. Uh, one of the guys I want. Oh, talk then you about. saw who who I'm referring to. Yeah. Well, I'm well aware of him. He's in the, you know, I used to be, a, I used to be a fan of the, the team he pitches for. So, yeah. yeah. And I, I still stalk the team. Yeah. But, but you shouldn't have nearly known much about him then. Well, I, he I came I, out of nowhere this, I mean, he was involved in the trade, but that looked like a nothing. He just came out of nowhere this year. Yeah. So that's Zach Gallon. Let's just let the old cat out of the back. Yeah. And, and you're right. As far as the trade, he was a part of the Ozuna trade and he was not the main piece. The main piece was Sandy Alcantara. Uh, and coming into this year, Zach Gallon was not a top hundred guy in any prospect list. If you look at the Marlins specific list, he was like number, you know, depending where you're looking, 15 to 20 or something like this. And this is a team that has a terrible, you know, uh, their prospects aren't good. They're like, you know, 20th or so, despite trading with your entire team. Good job, Jeter. You're still only 20th as far as your prospects. Uh, they traded away other good pieces. And this year he's been the best pitcher in minor league baseball while uh, striking out the world, not walking anybody and doing it in the PCL for the New Orleans baby cakes. By the way, awesome minor league name. Uh, yeah, so, we should, I should get a hat from them, huh, or something like that. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. What's their logo? Well, I think it's the you know you ever see like the New Orleans like the big baby like that's like a thing in New Orleans like a when the Pelicans have, like their mascots a baby like, they're yeah. gonna kind of creep people out. You haven't seen this before? It's, I, I've seen the the Pelicans. It's the thing that like, kind of attaches to the city. It's not it's not a pelican. It's like a baby cake, like a big baby. I don't know. Okay. I assume that's what it is. That's uh, something to do with the city of New Orleans. I don't really know exactly, but I know the Pelicans grabbed onto it, but. Yeah, I still stalk the Marlins like they're an ex-girlfriend. I, I, I kind of, I still, I still pay attention to them. But you know, I'm not a fan. I refuse to be a fan. I, I let them go. Uh, it was an ugly breakup, but I, I still kind of keep tabs. On yeah, you know what? I might be there with my Celtics soon. I might have to let him go. <laughs> well, I mean, Kyrie's already ghosted you. You're going to ghost the Celtics. I still, I still love Kyrie. So, like, I'm the one, like, one only person out there probably. 
But uh, man, it's I just I just have to log off Twitter. Like I've wanted to get into so many fights with people on Twitter where I just have to like hold back. Well, I saw uh, Bill Simmons noted a uh, South Dakota was talking about what a great team. Like if you added Stephen Adams, all of a sudden, that yeah, is, who cares what he says? Like Stephen Adams, the fine, you know, he's a fine player, but he's not this great yeah. player in 2019. You got to You got to kind of have to bang threes, but. Um, so let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about Gallon. You know, I've already kind of opened it up and I think he's super interesting. Obviously, again, like his numbers are insane. They jump off the page, best pitcher in all of my league baseball this year, taking a massive leap, uh, facing a St. Louis team. That's not, you know, they've been cold. If that's something that matters to you. Um, you know, obviously, you know, decent ballpark. He's fully stretched out. Like we've seen him throw like 90, 90 plus pitches, hundred pitches or so. So I wouldn't imagine that would be an issue either. It's an MLB debut. He knows what you're going to, what you're going to get. <clears throat> Uh, he's fairly reasonable. He's not like super cheap. He's in the mid tier, and um, you know the top, the guys up top. I don't really love. We'll talk about him, but uh, I don't think I'm focusing on the top. And you want to talk about Gallon, so it's all yours. Fire away. I mean, so there's there's risk here, obviously, right? So this it's just he's been absolutely lights out, amazing. I've been waiting for him to come up because I've heard so much about him, um, what he's been doing in the PCL, which is a tough league to do it in. He's He's got a K rate of 33.5%, which is over 10 points higher than the, the league average. Mm-hmm. He, FIP is nearly a half run better than uh, the next next closest pitcher, period, for number one to number two. He His ridiculous ERA, whip, uh, K percentage, low walks, throws strikes. He's got a full arsenal of pitches. He's got four clear pitches that he can use and throw for strikes. So, I mean, man, this is a, this is the first time that the Cardinals are going to see him, which is always an advantage because the scouting report is not out yet. You know, they really don't know what to expect. Plus they're in a real funk. They have not been hitting. The only negative is the temperature out there, but like, this just seems like a good spot for him to go in and, you know, light up a, a team that hasn't been able to hit the ball lately. His velocity has ticked up a little bit too for what it's worth. And it's I had up to like 97, they said. Yeah. So uh, his ERA, and I know we don't talk about ERA and all that, but just to yep. kind of give you an idea, uh, like you said, it's the PCL, which you got to factor in also like the power, the Pacific Coast League. I know it's not in the Pacific Coast, but whatever, follow along. That's the league, and it's, a, it's obviously an offensive league. Uh, his ERA is 177. The league average is 529. His whip is 0.71. The league average is 1.497. His K percentage is 33.6%. The league average is 22.3%. And his walk rate, which is always like a red flag for <clears throat> minor leaguers, 5.1%. League average is 9.8%. So big Ks, no walks. Um, again, obviously he's in the minor leagues, but uh, he's super, super interesting, especially in this slate where... And it's revenge against the team that, that drafted him that traded him. That's right, yes. <laughs> which you got to add at least a few fantasy points for that. So He's going to face the guy he was traded for, Ozuna in the lineup, of course. The other part of it there is that at the top, you got Morton, uh, Odorizzi, Montas, Mad Bum. I guess that's the top tier. You know, I don't want to pick on the Dodgers necessarily. If I do, I suppose it's with the lefty. <clears throat> Speaking of revenge, that'll be a lot of fun with him versus Muncy. I assume they're, Muncy's got to be in the lineup, right? I know he's not traditionally or always in the lineup versus lefties. He didn't play yesterday. They're going to have Muncy in there, right? Against Mad Bum, it's got to happen. Oh, I forgot about that, where he, he went to the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> is he going to hit in the first pitch or the second pitch? Uh, yeah, is he going to throw it? I mean, is Bum going to get ejected? Uh, uh, is a Bum Garner revengeful or ornery? I'm going to say yes to both. I mean, he he has to be for the way that he acted, but I feel like he's like a fake tough guy. I feel like he, he, it's more like an act, so he'll like 
he won't actually throw at him. He also might get traded, by the way. I don't know about tonight, but he's on the block to get traded at some point too. But just I guess. Something. And I, I don't even have to look. I haven't looked at projections, but I'm sure the bat loves him. The bat, the bat loves. All right, let's name the bat's favorite. I think it's actually uh, looking at the bat as well. Uh, of all time for this season, the bat loves Drew Pomerantz. That's, yeah. <laughs> Madison Bumgarner, Danny Duffy, and maybe a little t- too much love for Kikuchi. Maybe it's a. I need you to give it a refresh. But earlier today, when I was looking at it, the bat really liked uh, Wade LeBlanc. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> makes sense. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't because <laughs> it doesn't because the opponent. But it makes also perfect sense. Well, you, but until you realize it's Wade LeBlanc, it makes all the sense in the world. He's facing Baltimore, uh, a putrid lineup that'll be without Boom Boom. He's got a boo boo. So he's not going to give it a go. And I, I apologize for that. Uh, I, I should delete my account. I don't know how that happened, but. Uh, Mancini, I think he went on the IL. Terrible team. Their best hitter, arguably, is not going to be giving it a go. Pretty decent ballpark, I suppose. Um, there are going to be some Ks in that lineup, in theory. Not that, uh, you know, he's one to throw a strikeout many dudes, uh, way the Blanc that is. But, you know, you're just looking to survive, and he's super cheap. And this is a slate where, again, the bats are going to win it, far as we can tell, far as I can tell. Uh, you know, you're going to want the aforementioned Mike Trout, especially in your cast games, formats, make your own decisions, understand he should be heavily owned. <clears throat> the Twins should be super popular. Uh, you can spend up on a guy like Yelich pitching, pick, picking a Roark. I love that Milwaukee side. Is a, I'm not sure if that's contrarian necessarily, but I like Milwaukee for tournaments, if nothing else. Uh, not a big fan of Roark. He's doing some, some uh, negative regression when it comes to the homer and the fly ball rates, and he's just uh, vulnerable to lefties as well. Plenty of lefty power on that Milwaukee side. But as far as the guys at the top, you know, Oakland uh, versus Tampa, we got Montas versus you know, Morton, um, both these guys, I don't want to, I guess we can say they're kind of overachieving more so Montas. We saw it last year with Morton. He's just kind of continuing on what he did last year, having his best years of his career, like age 33 and age 34. Montas against Tampa, they're both just expensive. They should both be fine, but neither are going to be electric as far as I can tell. And, you know, and you got Odorizzi in the middle, and I guess he gets a bump with, uh, you know, Adam Erkamadis, they hit the IL. So that Casey lineup looks pretty weak today. Not very deep outside of like, you know, Merrifield and Solaire. Otherwise, there's like nothing. But I just, I don't know. I, I'm not prioritizing these arms. Well, what are you doing with like these uh, these characters? Morton, Odorizzi, Montas? Yeah, it's, it just leaves a little bit left to be desired when you, you know, for your bats, you know, and there's plenty of big spend bats that we kind of feel like we have to have tonight. And so, I, I mean, I, like I said, Zach Gallon is like definitely in my lineup tonight so that's number one so I have some money to play with I would love to get up to Morton to be honest with you because he's I think he's the best arm is he overpriced yes definitely right are the A's tough matchup yeah they can be for sure there's definitely risk there um but you know and then it just Montas definitely feels overpriced although he could certainly have a a good outing here and then we're rolling into the Bumgarners and Dylan Bundy's of the world which when has Dylan Bundy chalk ever worked out? Now, uh, Javito is actually in office. I assume he's him and his team are kind of tinkering as far as ownership. And obviously, the closer and closer we get the lock, the more accurate the ownership gets. Uh, I'd imagine he's all over it. You said uh, Bundy is going to be chalky. Is he somebody that's? I mean, I would think so. That's that's the impression that I got. And uh, he's cheap. He's got strikeout upside. And he's this this Seattle lineup is anemic. Um, there's just nothing really to worry about. The problem is it's just all lefties, which is the problem for Bundy. So, I mean, there are K's there with like Mac Williamson, um, Domingo Santana, but like, so, and then, and then it's a bunch of 
bats that you're not really scared of besides Vogelbach, maybe Narvaez, Seager, but Seager's kind of a shell of himself these days. And uh, Tom Murphy brings a lot of Ks to the table if he makes the lineup. So I think that Bundy is going to be pretty popular. I don't know. That's who I, gra- I, I look towards first. So that's how I kind of was thinking it. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested in it as well. And if you look at the splits as far as the lefty-righty splits that you talked about, 30% uh, K rate versus righties, 17.6% K rate versus lefties this year. Uh, that's not necessarily appealing. But, you know, the lefties that are in the lineup, Maliks and Crawford, so they strike out 20. Well, this is the projected lineup, not official just yet, but I imagine this is what, this is what it'll be because they don't have any options there in Seattle right now. They're trading everybody away and the other dudes are hurt. Uh, Malik's at 27%, Crawford at 26%, Santana, you mentioned a lot of pop, but he strikes out plenty at 26%, Beckham strikes out a ton, uh, collectively, projected lineup striking at a 24.1%, uh, Bundy, a lot of Ks, he's getting some homers too, but like, who's going to hit him for a homer outside of like, uh, you know, team, uh, you know, team Gurr CEO, Daniel Vogelbach, like the scariest guy. I mean, it's going to be really tilting when like Malik Smith and JP Crawford go back to back dongs here. That's it's, not happening though. That's it, definitely it, not happening. It's going to, that's going to just be awful. Malik's might get an inside the parker or something. I guess that's possible, but uh, he's got some speed, a little bit of pop there, but um, yeah, I, I, I like uh, Bundy as well. And you like Bundy. So maybe he will be fairly popular and I assume, you know, from what I've kind of read around and just sort of people have to say, and uh, my research is basically everybody else's research and your research too. So I think we're all seeing the same thing that it doesn't make sense necessarily to spend up for a Morton or a Montas. Like they can be fine. Uh, and you probably do the salary because there are some cheap plays and some egregious prices too. We'll talk about as well as far as the sticks. Uh, what about Odorizzi without Adamark Thamondesi? Does that do anything for you? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's hard not to like what he's been doing this year. Um, 28% K percentage. Uh, walks are a little high, always an issue potentially. Um, definitely gives up some hard contact. Um, but it's a good, you know, gives up a lot of fly balls, 50% fly ball rate, but it's a great park for that, right? Um, has a really small home run to fly ball. Maybe there's some regression there, but is tonight the night? No, probably not, right? Against uh, a watered down without Mondesi lineup here. Um and in that ballpark. So I think Odorizzi makes for a really good play. It all depends if I can just get him, if I can just fit him, you know? Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm not forcing it in, but if like I have the salary, uh, then okay, sure, I'll step up. But uh, I think we're in agreement. It's kind of like we're perfectly fine as far as stepping down with our pitchers today. And I'm not playing cast games today. I'm just playing some tournaments and having some fun with that. So I'm okay, you know, rolling with, uh, you know, we, we talked about uh, the gallon in tournaments. I think it's, it's a lot of fun, funding in, in tournaments. I'm willing to play LeBlanc in tournaments. It's had a lot of fun, uh, LeBlanc. And uh, I, there's a lot of guys. Oh, by the way, there's an opener there, as far as we can tell. But that's a benefit, I, I assume. Like, it, Baltimore lineup doesn't even matter. Just roll the names in a hat. Like, who's hitting one, two, three, four, as opposed to seven, eight, nine? Uh, they're all pretty terrible. And uh, Mancini probably will be out after getting plunked. Yeah, you missed and, my terrible joke. I think I think he's in the IL, if I'm not mistaken. Um, probably is. And then they, they used Chris Davis. They, they plugged Chris Davis in, which was great for, uh, the Basset Hound yesterday. Oh, although yeah. he walked them. That's how you knew he, he needed to be pulled immediately in that last inning is when you walk Chris Davis, there should be like, you should lose a run for walk. <laughs> I didn't play the earliest slate, but I know I ranked, uh, Bassett highly. So if anybody actually followed our rankings today or my, my rankings yesterday, uh, there you go. Uh, the Hound paid off for y'all. Um, other pitchers that are worth having the conversation about, like, uh, I don't really have anything for you. I'm not gonna, Nelson uh, struggled against. So we gotta, we gotta talk about Wainwright. Okay. Yeah. We gotta talk about Wainwright. Talk about him. I mean, 
<laughs> I don't have a lot to say except that he's a pitcher who's done fairly well this season um, coming back from the aisle, which kind of a short, just a short time with the hamstring. And so it's probably not going to affect too much here. And he's facing the Marlins, right? Like it's, it's a matchup play. Um, yeah. And that's all it is. And he's cheap, relatively cheap. I mean, it's, it's, it's Bundy or Wainwright uh, right next to each other in price. So it's take your pick to me. I, I kind of gravitate towards the strikeout. So I think the safety is from a lineup perspective is probably a lot closer than it used to be now with uh, Seattle and the Marlins after uh, Seattle losing so many of their guys. And uh, you want the strikeout upside that at least we know Bundy brings to the table. I'm checking out as far as uh, I'm curious what we have as the Vegas totals here, as far as the K projections, the props in the lineup HQ. And this is how you know, like, and there's no pitcher that has a prop higher than six and a half. We got Morton and Montas. Uh, at six and a half, uh, we have Bieber in there too. I have, I clicked the all day. That's my bad. That's my mistake. Let me just knock it down to the 10 games slate you're talking about. Uh, Morton Montas at six and a half and, you know, Mad Bum at five and a half, Odorizzi at five and a half, Roark at five and a half, Jimmy, slipping Jimmy Nelson at five and a half. Uh, I just don't trust him, like, throw strikes. and He's lost velocity and he can't throw strikes. And he's had he looks, looks so bad. I've watched each of his starts. He looks horrendous. Like, I love the Reds tonight. Yeah, I, I don't like Nelson at all. Uh, we talked pre-show about that 10.5 total there in Washington. Betty uh, and Pavetta, really hard to like either one of those dudes. Uh, like, Wainwright's got a 4.5 prop as far as his K total, but, like, from a run prevention perspective, he should be okay in theory because the Marlins just uh, don't score a ton of runs. That lineup's not very good. They also uh, – let's, let's fire it up as far as uh, uh, the plate IQ, as far as the strikeouts here because – Mm, we're looking at 22 and a half. It is backloaded with their strikeout guys at the bottom of Riddle and Alfaro. You know, those are the two big K uh, options. Rojas, uh, a bit of a pest at the top. You know, he's probably not going to strike him out, but he's probably not going to do much damage either. And like you said, Wayne Wright, you know, this year, which we're looking at 20.2% as far as K, uh, his K percentage. But uh, he's coming back from the, the IL, but it was a very, very brief stint, and it wasn't his arm. I assume he's fine if he's pitching, and I assume he's not fucking he's in any crazy pitch count. You know, I think he'll go 90-ish or something like that. And uh, do, do enough for you uh, in theory, assuming he's okay. But uh, I can't, I mean, it's just a bunch of other names. I just, I can't talk to. Uh, who's the guy that, like, Chatwood is super, super cheap. He's crazy. Yeah, cheap. but so they're not going to use him long. They're, yeah. So, A, he's wild, right? Yes. So, like, extremely wild. And they're, he's not stretched out. And so he's going to, they're piggybacking with that young prospect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. I forgot his name. But he supposedly has an electric fastball and uh has been lights out um down below so and they're they're going to piggyback each other so i don't i think it makes both of them not in play yeah that that's pretty much where, where i'm at too on that um i got nothing else for you as far as pitchers uh, i mean maybe uh no well Ar- Arias is the same deal julio Arias has drawn the start for the dodgers yeah, but, like, but he's, he's not, not stretched out either he's not going to go particularly deep it's probably going to be stripling that that, that follows him uh, which, by the way, Stripling, I thought he was going to be like the nuts this year. That's just not going down. And if you had a, what, June 19th for Rich Hills, I thought it was blisters. I thought for sure, but I think it was his shoulder. That was such a bummer. One of those sad is I avoid, I did a full fade of Rich Hill last night. It did not help me whatsoever. I needed him like salvage. <laughs> he, did not, he did not salvage for me, unfortunately. Uh, he crushed his one inning. That doesn't matter. And like everyone who complained on Twitter about it was like, unreal rich it's like did you not play dfs last year 
or the year before. Like we've been waiting for this all season, you know. Like, it wasn't a blister though. Yeah, I think it was his shoulder, and he's got an MRI coming up, and yeah, and he's old, whatever, yada yada yada. Yeah, he's sure. old. He's freaking old. <laughs> uh, catchers, or some, give me a summary. So, summarize the pitchers for us, because I think uh, I, I, my 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 whole my pool is Morton, Odorizzi, Montas, Bundy, Gallon, and I'll consider Wainwright. And I, I'm throwing LeBlanc in there recklessly. <laughs> well, I think that's I think that's he's probably like the right play, but it just to me it just seems like a chalk. I think he's going to be fairly chalky. Uh, seems I'm like not happy about it to be clear. Like I'm not planting the flag, but I'm gonna I'm probably gonna have some LeBlanc begrudgingly. It probably works out. <sighs> on a I mean probably you know not not like on a one pitcher site, but on a two pitcher a two pitcher site like Fantasy Draft or. Or, or DK, uh, I, I think that's – just because there's some bats that are, are expensive that I want to open up, and we'll talk about Minnesota, we'll talk about Milwaukee. You said you like some Cincinnati bats. They're fairly cheap, actually. Uh, you know, and you know, that Washington uh, that Washington game with Philadelphia has got a 10.5 total. So there's plenty of bats that are worth spending on. We do have to start at catcher, unfortunately. Or before we do that, g- give, me, give me a bat or two, maybe one of the names you kind of uh, threw over to the D-train, uh, that you're building your lineups around. Who are your four hitters today? Uh, who did I throw over? <laughs> I mean, I think we both said Mike Trout, right? Sure. I yeah. just feel like I have, although I should fade him again tonight. Like, because if I did fade him last, night, it just feels like such a fish move to jump on tonight. Like, You're pot committed. I, I, I know. <laughs> but because uh, it's going to, it's so I'm going to play him and it's going to burn me. You know, it's going to be, it's, it's just how it works. Um, but and you have the money for it too, because like, yeah. we're not necessarily spending up on pitching. Yep. Um, I, I happen to love Bryce Harper tonight. Okay. Sell me um, on Bryce. I, I'm interested, but sell me. Oh, he's been terrible, but it's, this is like a, a good pitcher for him. You know, it's a lower strikeout guy gives up uh, some, some hard contact to lefties. The weather looks nice over there. And in, uh, in Washington, the park is good. The wind's blowing out to right. Um, and you get, you know, I just feel like he's, he's going to Homer in this series. And I feel like tonight's the night. Um, and uh, so, and he's leading off. So that's, that's nice too, uh, away. So you're going to get plenty of at bats. Oh, why is he leading off? What's going on there? What's different about they, that? They, I kind of like what they did at the line. So they moved Segura down and they put Bruce, Bruce third. So they got, they've got some power, boom, power. They went Harper, Hoskins, Bruce, Real Muto, one through four. Yeah. I just like playing your best hitters at the top. Like the Dodgers and they play Bellinger fourth all the time or whatever. It's just the weirdest thing. Like I don't, why would you put David Freeze or like, you know, they put some weird names in front of him. Like, what are you doing? The Dodgers are great. Like uh, he gets outmanaged. So they would be so much better. They're a great team and they would be so much better with a, with a lot of different of a manager. All right. I'm trying to keep an eye on chat as far as what's going on, but again, I'm without my screen. So I'm playing hurt. I'm playing struggling. Uh, we're going to get, and also again, I, I, I'm sorry for, I have a throat. I don't know if, I don't know if you can hear it, but it's bothering me a little bit, but we're going to power through. We're going to talk about our favorite hitters each position here, uh, Kirk Dees. Uh, catcher, kind of sort of a trick question. Who do we like to catcher tonight? I mean, it's I wrote down three names, and it's pretty much all I'm really considering, unless I – let me pull up and see who's the, the super cheap guy. Pale. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, is he in the lineup? Yeah, it's Luke Malley. It's not uh, the other dude. I can't remember. That guy so I play, I play Jansen and Maldonado. <laughs> every single slate and i i 
have been like I feel like I play Maldonado every slate, and I've missed all three of his homers somehow. Yeah, um, same. It's it's unreal. There's nothing. There's no level of tilt when you get the the, the home run alert or you see him hit one, and you don't have him. Um, Zanino's really cheap. Yeah, Zanino. If you if you really want to punt, and like all you're looking for is a lucky bomb, right? And he could certainly provide that. I think Alfaro in the mid range makes for an interesting play with the heat in uh, St. Louis and someone who could hit a bomb against Wainwright, who's in theory a low strikeout pitcher. Um, but it's all about the guys on the high end, and we do have money if we you know don't pay up for the top pitcher. So I think Sanchez is the clear. Number one, although Valdez has been pitching extremely excellent, um, it's he does struggle with command from time to time. He does have a really nasty curveball, but you know it's Gary the Goat versus a, a left-handed thrower, and uh, in Yankee Stadium, so he's got to be number one if you can fit him. Grandal is certainly a good option right below him, and I'm fine playing Real Muto and the cleanup position in that, that game environment that I like um, against uh, Fede. I like Randall as the big spin over Sanchez. Maybe that's a contrarian take, but as a general rule, I'm not really on the Yankees tonight. I might one off a guy or two here or there or something like that just because. Not stacking him. You mentioned Valdez. Valdez in 76 innings the last two years, his ground ball rate is 65.7%. His fly ball rate, 18.2%. Dude doesn't give him fly balls. And he's backed up by a really strong bullpen. So I, I understand their team totals over five, and I suspect the Yankees will be fairly popular because they're all the Yankees and they're getting healthier. But I will have less than the field as a general take. What's your general thought? Man? I mean, if he's going to have a bad outing tonight, which, I mean, this Yankees lineup is starting to just look like a cheat code now. Sure. It's so – Judge comes back. This is going to be a tough battle for him. Every single at-bat is going to be a battle, especially with the way Cameron Maben's even hitting right now. I refuse uh, to buy into that, but yes, he's been hitting. Uh, yeah, former Marlin, right? Yeah, 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 a lot of them. They're all over the place. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> Can't get away from them. Um, Traded for uh, Miguel Cabrera. Wasn't, wasn't that the, was that Cam Maven? I think so, right? Am I confusing my guys? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyways, but uh, this is going to be a tough one. So, I mean, they do have 5.4 run in play team total. It is going to be a, some little bit of weather there, right? Um but uh, I mean, I'm fine. I, I do think the Yankees get get the better of him tonight. Although I think there's strikeout upside for sure with Valdez. If his curveball is working, if his command is on, which I'd like to see the umpire too. If, we, if only we had a tool to check out umpire data. Well, I don't oh, think that. I don't. It's the. I, I don't think we have. Uh, um, oh, yeah. oh, so much for that. I was trying. Maybe to... we do, but let me see. I was stalling for. Oh, we do. Time. It's an extreme hitters ump. Oh boy. There you go, maybe. Load up on those Yankees. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm going to have a couple here and there, but I'm, gonna, I'm still going to have less than the field. But uh, maybe I'm just being stubborn in that one. And uh, But I do want to mention, you know, uh, crunch time's coming up next. Roth will be in this very chair telling you about whether it's going down. He's in office right now. Uh, if you guys are not premium members for whatever reason, uh, crunch time's tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is free. So there you go. Just throwing out to the people. You all can watch crunch time, see, see what you're missing out on. I'm not really sure who's going to be hosting with them. But uh, you get Roth and a couple of guys that'll be a sharp dudes answering your baseball questions. Check out Crunch Time tomorrow. Uh, anything else as far as catchers that's worth mentioning, or shall we jump to first base? 
Nope. I mean, I wrote down Sanchez, Grandal, Real Muto. So that, that's it for me. And then like some crapper that just, you know, yeah, if you can't get there because we have no of a salary cap. Yeah. Then whoever fits or if, it, or if you're stacking a team, you can, you know, whatever. Is there somebody, is there a first baseman you're prioritizing today? Reese. Because um, of the price, because of the matchup? Yeah, because of price, because of the matchup. Um, so I really like these Phillies. Yes, they haven't hit right-hand pitching well. I just think this is the one pitcher to attack. Um, he, you know, and he hasn't been terrible, but uh, just a low strikeout guy. I like the weather. I like the ballpark. And, you know, don't forget about this bullpen that the Nationals have that have a, are, I think, third worst in the league right now from a, a – It's the, not good. And the Philadelphia yeah, – yeah, third and XFIP right now. It's not good. I mean, they have they have their problems. So this is like the one game where I feel like Phillies can really – do some damage and there's a lot of guys that i'm interested in uh, i like our Puos to some degree which is a weird sentence i haven't said in like seven years or so uh don't mind him against clayton richard he shuts down you know power from the left side but righties he's definitely vulnerable too and speaking of bad bullpens uh you know toronto blue jays are telling the, the nationals to hold their beer uh their labat if you will oh did you see what's your thoughts on the the speculation that the rays and the Expos might split home. <laughs> Did you see this on the uh, on the interwebs and the Twitter machine? Jeff Hassan reported this. So you, you know what I'm talking about or no? No. So you know the Rays are looking for a new home. Like they're trying they're trying to get a, a, a new building there in Tampa, St. Pete area, and it's not going down well. And it's in a terrible location right now. But the, one of the potential solutions is half their games will be played in Tampa, and the other half will be played in Montreal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What are the ideas they did, like, they rejected? Because that's that's a terrible idea. There's just no chance that's going to work. Yeah, it doesn't uh, sound uh, good. Who would want to sign there? Who would want to live half their, you know, it's just the whole, there's so much logistics involved. But, uh, yeah, I just, I guess that was on the Twitter machine. That was on the interwebs. I mean, it's not definitely happening. It was just sort of a thought that was thrown out there. Nonetheless, uh, give me some pivots away from Reese. I mean, you could do Bruce in the same game. Uh, CJ Crone. Um, in that game, you know, Minnesota is going to be popular tonight. Um, Joey Votto, uh, with his lack oh. of power, I feel like lack of everything. Yeah. He's been a real struggle, but I feel like he goes yard tonight. I, I just, either that he's going to get, he's going to walk right with Jimmy Nelson's command right now. What, you know, he's definitely, what's the baseball equivalent of like the monsters, like stealing your power? Because I feel like the monsters have came and they, they've stolen Votto just looks like he's, you watch him swing sometimes. Some of these swings he's taken this year have just been egregious, but uh, I guess he's cheap enough and Nelson's been terrible. But like you said, uh, more just about walking and just that bullpen from Milwaukee sort of hit and miss. And I, I will say this now, uh, Josh Hader is not pitched since Sunday for what it's worth. Uh, so he will be lurking if this game is close, especially if Milwaukee's ahead. Just an alert on a Dietrich, alert on a Votto, just kind of throwing it out there, but doesn't mean you can't play him. Just kind of throwing it out there. Uh, Crone versus Sparkman. All the Minnesota guys, right? We got to pick on Sparkman, don't we? Yeah, we're supposed to. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you're terribly enthused. I don't know. I mean, they're everyone. I think they're going to be the chalk, right? Like, or, or the angels. So if angels, I mean, everybody can't be the chalk. Yeah, it's going to be angels and 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 twins, right? Uh, angels. Yeah, I think it's probably again. I've not seen what Jimino has. We'll pull it up later. How about that? on the screen share? We'll show that uh, De- Devin's working the screen share today. He's, he's helping out. I appreciate that because I'm, you know, again, I'm without my side screen, so uh, he, he's he's picking it up for me. And we're going to be able to screen share later on, and we'll, we'll show the ownership as far as what's going down. But I suspect 
uh, it's going to be, uh, like you said, Minnesota. Uh, the Angels have been absolutely walloping, and there's no reason to stop now against Richard in that bullpen. They have a team total of five and a half. They're on the road. They're yeah, and that bullpen's just been, uh, you know, decimated, you know, the amount that they've had to throw their guys. So it just seems like it's full throttle ahead tonight again. What do you have for me as far as uh, the old Keystone position, second base? And I feel like this is one of the guys you you honed in on. And, you know, you, love- you could play Lucas Duda, who's horrendous, and talk about old uh, for a cheap punt, I think, maybe potentially. He's seven bucks on Yahoo. I know you play over there on Yahoo. I didn't even notice that. But, like, there's an opportunity cost, and there's some guys that, like Hoskins is cheap over there still, too. Uh, but speaking of price, the diminutive second baseman, Hotel Tube is back in our lives. I know we like him versus lefties. Uh, Green's probably not going to go particularly deep. That bullpen's pretty good there for the Yanks, but uh, the price is too good uh, on fantasy draft and on DK. And if you're playing cash games, I think he's basically a lock and load. And I know he was the guy that he was one of those guys you fed the Detroit as far as one of the players you like. And I imagine you're factoring in the price. Give me pivots away from Jose Altuve. Um, okay, so Altuve is the, is the guy to try to fit in, right? We yeah, that. Um, the pivots away would be um, in Minnesota, you get that Areas um, guy who's been hit. They called him back up um, and he's hit when he's been up here in the majors and he hit in AAA all season. And, you know, his price is ripe in a, in a nice game. So he makes the, an easy pivot, but you know, from a talent perspective, Altuve clearly is, is the most. You have to mouthwash that game as well. Just behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Scoop. Uh, uh, then there's uh, Kike again. See if he can uh, can uh, ruin our lineups tonight again. Are, are you Team BVP? Because this is the one everybody talks about. No, I don't care about. Do you know what it is though, by chance, or you have any idea? I'm sure it's great. You know, this is the one. Like this is the definitive BVP argument. Uh, Kike Enrique Hernandez against Mad Bum uh, in his career. He's 24 of 48. And by my by my math, that's a 500 batting average. Uh, six dubles, four dongs, a walk. Uh, 11 strikeouts. That's an OPS of 1385, a Woba of 588, an ISO of 375. But I just think like he's cheap and he's probably leading off. And yeah, I mean, that's nice too, I suppose. But and like I'm I've been, back. I've been on the Chris Taylor pivot all season long whenever Kiki's chalk, except for last night. <laughs> I had a little Taylor last night, but I think he was paired with Rachel. So uh, that was, that was bittersweet for sure. Um, and then, of course, Dietrich and Moose. If you have the money for Moose, uh, he's definitely in play. Roar. Complete punt, Nicky Lopez, twenty-nine uh, on DK's twenty-nine hundred. So, yeah, five-six um, on fantasy draft. Yeah. The salary. That lineup is bad, man. Soler, by the way, secretly, uh, quietly, has had a really strong season. Jorge Soler. Yeah, great. He's been absolutely great. He's actually, I, I if anyone's going to get a hold of one, it's going to be that guy tonight. Yeah, uh, it's Merrifield and Soler. I, I mean, those are the only guys I really fear. You yeah. mentioned Duda. He's got some power, but obviously he's long in the tooth, the back end of the bell curve as far as his career. Uh, let's jump to the hot corner. Let's jump to third base. Who's, who's, uh, who's your guy there? Well, we got a lot of options at third, as per usual. I mean, um, the, the price tag on Guerrero just sticks out, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, you want home run upside, cheap price, boom, there he is. Uh, he's got the, the platoon advantage. Um, and, you know, it's nice that the Angels' bullpen isn't the greatest, you know, behind uh, the guy who's not throwing so long. Um, then there's Travis Shaw for the cheap punt, if you want, right? Like, he's there. Uh, he's there, exactly. Um, <laughs> he's playing baseball tonight. He'll be swinging a piece of wood and take his chances. Uh, I mean, Rendon on the high end, if you have money, 
I don't think I will. Um, Bregman, you can play at third, but you, he's also shortstop eligible. So um, I kind of like him at short tonight. Um, then there's a top 25 hitter in baseball, Chris Bryant. Right? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to do with that game because Walker Lockett does not look – he's a person. Uh, I read he's about a, him. Projects to be like the sixth – so this is what Callaway said about him. He throws strikes <laughs> in, in like one of his interviews. So I'm like, okay, that's all – that's your ringing endorsement is that this guy throws strikes. Yeah, I could throw a strike too. You're going to hit it 450 feet, but I can throw a strike. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I mean the, the wind's blowing in a little bit. It's probably not the best weather environment supposedly, but – I do like the Cubs tonight. Yeah, I think uh, obviously that changes the weather. And that's edge. another bad bullpen. Okay, so it looks like weather edges look, looks better for Chicago than it did earlier today. I think the weather did change. Uh, as I'm seeing right now, it's basically neutral. Yeah, okay. uh, at 118 game uh, sample size, the weather may have changed to some degree, at least uh, based upon what weather edge is suggesting. Uh, 64 degrees and there's a crosswind. Uh, again, take that for what it's worth. Do with that what you will. Uh, jump to shortstop. What do you have for me? Um, and then I'll throw in also, I mean, you could play Suarez or Carpenter too at third. Um, over at shortstop, for me, it's Polanco or Bregman or Baez. Those are, those are my three. I'm seeing a question in Shatz's thoughts. Uh, I know you're a Yahoo guy, obviously it's Fantasy Draft Show, but I figured you could answer this, and I think I have the answer, but I, I yield. Uh, thoughts on Pavetta for 25 hours on Yahoo? Is that too far of a stretch? I mean, the guy we're talking about, the guy we're raving about for the Marlins is what, like $3 more than that? Um, wait, how much is uh, Pavetta on? Pavetta's 25, apparently, but I think Gallon's 28, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, uh, Pavetta's been been dealing since he came back, got the call up. Um, I don't really like him tonight, but I think it's worth a shot at that price for sure. Yeah, if that's the case, it does seem kind of cheap, but, uh, you know, tournaments, obviously. I don't think it's for your cash game, and I don't know if you need to save that salary, but, like, straight up, would you prefer Gallon or Pavetta tonight, which is a weird question, but. I, mean, I think it's Gallon. I, I'm going with Gallon. I, I sold myself on the kids. So, and now yeah. I worry about uh, like he's going to like have like a Keller performance, where he's just <laughs> remember that that, but, but that Keller has built-in walk issues like throughout his career. Yeah, this kid throws uh, strikes, so he shouldn't he get there. But, but if he's trying to trying to bust out that you know get command of his fastball early, and these guys are sitting on fastball, I mean things can happen with these pro hitters, right? But. Uh, I like that he has a, a wide repertoire of pitches to throw them out balance. So I, I'll side with that is the reason why I think, and he throws strikes. We shouldn't have to worry about him loading up, walking up the bases. I was multitasking. I was reading the chat. Uh, as far as your shortstops, did you happen to mention Jorge Polanco? Yeah. Polanco and Bregman and Baez. Yeah. Um, that, that's sort of where I'm at as well. Baez is kind of priced down to some degree. You know, Especially on Yahoo. Him. Baez is ridiculously cheap. Yes, I did rankings over there today. That's why I know the, I know the prices. He's like twelve bucks or thirteen bucks over there. They don't ask me to do Yahoo rankings. I can't believe that. <laughs> right, well, I don't want to do them. I don't want to do them. You're gonna. <laughs> I just want it to be asked. It's like a wedding invite. Like you don't want to go to the wedding. You just want to be acknowledged and like yeah. you want your presence to be there. But you want to be able to say no. I'm good. I got better things. I, yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> busy with walking my dogs. How many do you have these days? Uh, two. Just my, you know, I moved in with the, the girl and the. Oh, she, you merged. The yeah. Dogs, merged. So dogs. I have a, my, we, they're stepbrothers. Oh, okay. Bill is a stepbrother. Huh? They're like legit, like the, their fam the dogs are like family or no? Or uh, just... they, they get along well. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, that, that's important. If they didn't, potential deal breaker? I don't know. I'm not really sure how it would go down. 
But uh, yeah, I'm with you as far as Polanco. He seems like it's a strong, it's a strong play uh, against Sparkman. Uh, you know, five and a half total on the road. You know, assuming things go fairly well here against KC, gonna grab those five ABs. Uh, Trey Turner will get lost in the shuffle. I mean, Pavetta is certainly a guy who can give up homers. And, just Washington uh, in general, I think is gonna get lost in the shuffle. And I just love that game in general. Maybe we should have like a Washington stack. Is that something we should consider today? I mean, yeah, both sides. I love both sides of that game. Turner, eh, Eaton's fine. Rendon, obviously, he's an overspend, and like he's going to be kind of ignored. Soto is still kind of priced down. Uh, Adams pops a pop against Pavetta, uh, perfectly fine. And Kendrick's been like he's had a revival year. Kendrick's been solid this year, hitting the ball hard. Uh, yeah, there, there's plenty. Yeah, of it's just stuff. the pricing on like Kendrick. Well, that's the thing is you embrace it for tournaments and you're not. Yeah, I mean, Juan Soto looks to be a phenomenal play. We'll get to him, but. Well, there you go. That, that, that's a segue into the outfield. He's one of the guys I'm considering. He's not my favorite. He's not in the podium. Uh, no bronze medal for him, but he's, he's also like he's uh, others considered, others receiving votes. Uh, for me, uh, I'm probably spending up on the outfield. Talk about Soto and talk about some of your favorites there. I mean, it's the chalk. It's, it's Trout and Upton are going to be like in everyone's lineups. Um, Bryce Harper should get some love. I really like him. I hope he kind of doesn't get some love, but he will. Um, Christian Yelich is obviously, I mean, this is ridiculous. It's kind of stupid. I'm just throwing out every chalk name. Um, Who's your favorite ranked Minnesota outfielders? That's like an impossible task. Epler, number one. Rosario, number two. Boomstick. Uh, Boomstick, three. Did Cave crack the lineup? Uh, I'm, I bet he did. Yeah, he did. Really Boomstick didn't. Boomstick's not in the lineup. I, I didn't think he would be, actually. Um, so, uh, Boomstick, not in the lineup. So Rank him last. Epler, Rosario cave that would be the, the the three i'm pulling up lineup hq i'm curious what like the difference in ownership between trout and like yellich happens to be you think that's going to be a meaningful difference as far as the ownership projection oh yes i mean it should be trout is going to be ridiculous he was like 50 percent plus last night that was tournaments you're talking about even in yeah even like in the 3k on dk he was like 50 percent um which i thought was like there's like some super contrarian player. Then after like the other night where he was like 80%, like when it was uh, against Edwin, I thought he would be a little bit lower, but nope. Uh, firing up the lineup HQ here. I'm, I'm taking a peek as far as the plate IQ premium score and the plate IQ premium score. It pops for Minnesota. Kepler, Rosario, Polanco, uh, all three twins are, are jumping off the page. And that's not just outfielders. That's everybody for what it's worth. So that Minnesota outfield, obviously really strong. No, Polanco's not an outfielder. He's a shortstop. I don't really, I realize that, but I, by association, that conversation, then of course there's the, there's trout. Uh, don't sleep on J up. J up, of course, is a great play. There's no, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the, the power lefty's not playing there for the angels, which I'm glad because I didn't want to make a decision on him because Richard. Shohei? Yeah. I, I didn't want to make a decision on him. You can't hit lefties here, really. Depending on, uh, and Richard just doesn't give up homers to lefties unless you're freaking uh, Jordan Alvarez who bangs homers off everybody. That guy looks awesome. But as far as the ownership, uh, no surprise here. Trout is the projected to be the highest owned outfielder on the slate. Jay up right behind him. Curious what the, if we're going to see where uh, Yelich is. Yeah, there's Harper. There's Rosario. If you want to save some salary, Grichik is perfectly fine. We mentioned Soto. Uh, Fletcher's not necessarily a great stick, but he is leading off. He's leading off today, right? I presume he's batting one. Yep, he is. There's Yelich. Uh, Yelich is projected to have <clears throat> less than half the ownership of Trout, which makes a lot of sense. And then there's Kiki Hernandez, if you want to save some salary. 
Uh, no official lineup just yet, but I would imagine he will be leading off uh, against Madbub with all that BBP. Um, anything here that you're seeing as far as the ownership that jumps out to you? Anything that's kind of goofy or different? You want to jump to the pitchers for a second? Obviously, we're going to do some uh, about nine minutes before we step aside and make way for crunch time for Roth. Roth is going to take my seat, give you guys some weather, and then, uh, of course, they'll answer all questions, for, uh, you know, pertaining to the slate and actual guys that are hitting and throwing baseballs. Um, and you got to give some homers, too. Who's uh, who's going yard? Give me three dudes and some stacks. I need a lot of things. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and just say – I'm going to – it's still kind of chalky. I'll say two – I'll say Bryce Harper goes yard. Okay. Uh, number one. Sure. Uh, I'll say uh, Soler goes yard. I like him too. I don't, yeah, I might have some Odorizzi, but I might also have some Soler. And believe it or not, I think you're going to get a lucky Carlos Gonzalez dong tonight. Oh, I hope not. I'm not playing him. Why is he going to over? 3K, because I don't see much with Lockett in this bullpen behind, unless they, unless if, He's not. If they bring in a lefty, he's definitely not going to. I mean, there probably is going to be some double swapping going on for what it's worth for Chicago. Uh, Madden loves the double swap, and Chatwood is not long for this game. We don't think. We think he's going to go like four innings or so or something like that, give or take. Uh, There will be some double swapping. I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe Gonzo, depending on, you know, where that goes down, and it's hard to predict. I'm trying to say non-chalk, but, like, I like Vlad Guerrero, Chalk, and Bryce Harper, and Soler. Question in chat, uh, Bryce Harper versus Cole Calhoun. And this is like, look, uh, I understand the stack and all that. Calhoun's batting cleanup in a team that is a five and a half total, but Clayton Richards just doesn't really give up homers to lefties. Um, so I I prefer Bryce Harper over over uh, Cole Calhoun. What is your thoughts? Yeah, definitely Harper. Uh, thoughts on Odorizzi? Just knocking out some questions here in the chat. I, I, I like him. Uh, where do you prioritize him? Like as far as the top tier, Odorizzi or one of those pitchers? I would take Morton ahead of him, but um, I think it's really close. Uh, they're asking you specifically as far as Yahoo, uh, Bruce versus Soto. Yeah, I answered that already. Uh, I said Soto. All right. Oh, I'm you. Up on, I'm up on chat. I, I, I chimed in on chat. I just realized you answered it in chat. What about Stanton? We didn't talk about John Carlo. Of course, he is back, uh, and he is cheap. He's 9-2 on fantasy draft. I think he's like 4-4 four, four or 4-5 four, on DK. And we talked about he's facing Valdez, just doesn't give up really many fly balls, which is, you know, it's hard at a home run if you're not hitting fly balls. Uh, yeah, but when you're power, you, but you want power guys against these ground ball guys. So it's, I mean, Stanton certainly could hit a home run tonight. Of course. I, I don't know what he's like. I mean, I'm guessing, like, right? Like, it's a good spot. He's against the lefty. We've always liked him. He's batting cleanup. Um, I like him. Where is he in the mix of like the Minnesota guys and Harper and, and Trout and all and Jay up? Like he's behind all those guys, right? I think. Um, yeah, I, but that makes him a good GPP play. Of course. I mean, they're I I like I like the Yankees. Like this lineup is so dangerous now. It, like it's very possible we're going to see home run alert, home run alert, home run alert. You know, just like back to back to back and boom, break the slate. Um. And Valdez is not, like, tested. You know, he's a young guy who can struggle with command and can probably get himself into some trouble. And he's a lefty with all these dangerous power righty bats. So I like Valdez for strikeout upside as, like, a deep GPP play, and I like the Yankees too. So it's, like, 
I like both sides. Like Valdez isn't the guy I'm going to put my money on, but if what you know, it's suited up with the right matchup, the right pitcher against this Yankee team. It's, they're basically, you know, 2019 in a nutshell. They're going to have a bunch of power dudes that strike out. So you can play the arms and you can play the bats in tournaments, especially when they get judged back. It's going to be a lot of fun to play a different team as they have been throughout the entire season. Uh, thoughts on Bregman and I guess it's Whit Merrifield. Uh, definitely I would take Bregman. Um, well, just in general, I guess it wasn't either or. It was just like knocking out two questions in one. You like you like Merrifield at all tonight? I just find it hard. To, I mean, he broke the slate the other night. Um, I just find it hard to uh, to pay that price for him. They're asking about the Baltimore righties, like, you know, as a leverage play to play. You know, if LeBlanc's going to be fairly popular, and he may. Like, I don't know, 20 25%. I have not checked the ownership on that. Uh, not in that page right now. But I just don't know who to roster against. Him. I really wish Mancini was in there, but I like Severino as a catcher for a home run after chasing home runs. Um, Renato Nunez. Um, Alberto could be okay. Um, Fairly certain LeBlanc in his career uh, has given up more homers. Yeah, Broxton. For what it's worth. Um, it's just such a bad lineup that Baltimore. It's just going to be dreadful. We don't see it just yet, but spoiler alert. Spoiler, it's going to suck. Uh, how did you forget about uh, Torres? Is that Glaber? Glaber? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, completely low-owned Grand Slam, right, like uh, yesterday. Um, he gets lost in the shuffle, man. So, yeah, I can see him working out. I probably won't be playing him personally, but I don't mind him. Four guys I like. Pick, the, pick your favorite side for FanDuel Cash. Kepler Pujols versus J.F. and Schwarber. Stay up in Schwarber. Uh, I got the first side, so that's not helpful. Well, depending on depending on which one of us you trust, I got a trusting face with these glasses. Come on, man. So it's got to be kept. Wait, hold on. Now you can't trust me. Now I look. You can't. That very shady character all of a sudden. Uh, how dangerous is it to play Yelich over Trout and Cash? Why are you doing that? I see. I that's like the way that I play. So I like that. Like I. I I make these plays like this and it, you, you crash and burn like last night, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you end up putting a uh, Corey Dickerson in your lineup over Mike Trout somehow. And uh, th that is the old sphincter clincher when you're watching Trout at bats and you don't, and like, you know, the 80% of the field or 90% of the cash field has them and you don't have them. That's, that's not a lot of fun uh, to watch that. Uh, do you see any problems using Gallon and Goldie in the same lineup on Yahoo? Goldie's really cheap. I think he's like 12 bucks over there. So I have no issue with it uh, in theory. What do you, what's your yeah, opinion? I don't mind it, especially to um, we don't know how long he's going to go. He is stretched out. So I expect they'll let him, let him run. But uh, Miami bullpen is pretty bad behind. Um, shout out to uh, Brad is pro. Do you know him? Uh, Brad, uh, he plays DFS. Uh, he got the uh, Goldie pinch hit dong yesterday. Oh yeah. I did see that. Nice. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. We haven't seen those in a while. Oh, that's always that's that's always you got to apply award like fifteen percent owned or something like that. Good for him, dude. <laughs> I, so just a quick story. I I got run down on in one of the big tournaments two nights ago where I was in third for like fifteen k. I got run down on it to fourth. The guy who ran me down was a royal stack. He had like the Whit Merrifield, um, but he had the Tony Kemp one off. <laughs> in there and uh another and like Beatty he had Matt Beatty I think oh. it was like the worst lineup I've ever seen that got me and I was so tilted just by the fact that it got me 
there's a there's a guy in RG chat, and I apologize, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but and he he loves Tony Kemp, and I once said Tony Kemp sucks, and he tweets me every time Tony Kemp overs. So. I mean, Tony Kemp had two points, and that ended up being the difference maker. I guess. <laughs> uh, knock out a couple for before we step aside and get out of here. Uh, who's double donging? We I asked you who's going to hit one homer. Who's hitting two? Somebody's ambitious. I have no idea. Well, you tell no, me. Tell me who's hitting two. Um, all right. Uh, it's going to be, uh, I mean, it's going to be Harper. Oh. Harper's going to get, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be all fired up revenge against bad pitching and bad, bad, a semi bad pitcher and a bad bullpen. And that's like, he takes advantage of bad pitching. He never hits those good pitchers. Um, Yankee boy, dirty five. Uh, let's talk about stacks. Our favorite stacks. Oh yeah. I guess like, I don't know if I asked you if I didn't, my bad, but, uh, tell me your favorite stacks today. Uh, Angels, Twins are the chalk. Phillies is my favorite, and uh, Reds and Cubs are my next two favorites. Uh, can we talk about Urias? Urias is not going to pitch long. Yeah, he's yeah, not he's long gonna, for the game. Gonna, yeah, he's no not roster him. Yeah. Uh, he might pitch like three innings or something like that. Yeah, he's he's not fully stretched out. So just cross him off the list. <clears throat> there it is. It's Flores Mark, I believe, is the one who's always telling me how great to. Uh, he's a long lost cousin or distant relative of, of Tony Kemp. Uh, what type of stacks do you like on this slate? Like five, three, uh, four, four, five, three, uh, you know, does it, do you change it up based upon the slate? Anything kind of jump it out for you? I mean, I, I, I let it come naturally. Like I just pick the bats that I think have the home run upside. And, uh, because like one home, even if you're taking a one off, like if you, there's a guy in the middle of the stack and everyone includes them one home run from just a bat, you know, takes pre precedent over somebody in a stack who singles a couple times scores a couple runs you know what i mean so i'm constantly just looking for home runs so i'll just take the best home run threats on my 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 uh, stack team i think me and you have the same the same thought process on that I, I agree with that theory uh we're stepping aside we're getting out of we're making way for crunch time again crunch time is free tomorrow roth will be in this very seat before we leave cookies it is strong uh, tell me something about tonight's baseball slate. Give me a bold prediction. What's going down in the association? Of course, tonight's the draft. What do you have for me? Oh, man. You're putting me on the spot. I don't have much. What are the Celtics going to do, man? I, mean, I was told. I can't even talk. I don't get in. I don't even, I don't even get into all this. Uh, I'm, I'm just as hard. I'm, you're, you're kicking a man while he's down right now, even, you know, and it, and it, look at you. You're just, it feels I'm a heat like, fan. We got nothing going for us. We're just stuck in the middle. We're an NBA hell. We're like, you know, on the fringe of finishing eighth. Every I mean, I went from like the top to the, like top to the bottom within a year. Like, <laughs> like, it feels like it feels like, so I'm hoping now I'm just being overly pessimistic about the, the process. We'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I'm not going to predict any of that stuff. But what I will predict is that the Cincinnati Reds put up at least six runs tonight. Oh, make it seven. Be more seven. At least okay. At least seven. <laughs> He's Kirk Thies. I'm Dean. We're making way for crunch time. Broth will be in this very chair, giving you guys weather. We're out of here. Holler.